Michelle. Welcome to another episode of the World's Team on Blogging Voice Network. In partnership with SB Nation, I am Meg Murray, and I'm joined, as always, by Paul Stewart. Hey, Paul, how's it going? Rivalry week. Rivalry week. Rivalry week. We're going to lay the smack down on these Eagles this week. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm hoping that the Cowboys watched um, the utter domination that was the Texas Rangers in the World Series and felt inspired. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm like. Congratulations! First of all, congratulations to the Texas Rangers. Like, despite I hate the second name, but congratulations, fantastic Texas they, team. <laughs> speaking of Texas teams, and you're gonna laugh at this, right? Don't go no, ahead. No, 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 no. You're gonna like this one, right? And of all the sports franchises from baseball, basketball, and American football, there's only one franchise in Texas is not actually won anything. That's the Houston Texans. They've not won anything. To be fair, they they did take their team away from them. <laughs> that's true, but still, but that's the excuse. No, I know. First of all, that's I the love it. That's the excuse. Oh, it. we're expansion team. <laughs> They're the worst. Oh, but honestly, did you I'd... see? Um, I guess I mean it. It makes sense technically, like the um. Titans are the Oilers, but they wore these like sick like Oilers throwback jerseys. Yeah, I kind of feel, I, I don't know if that's a a respectful it thing. Feels wrong, though. Yeah, I don't know if that's them trying to be respectful or as trying to be a, a dig to the people of Houston in a way. I have no idea. First of but, all, anything that's a dig to the people of Houston is my cup of tea. Mm. So. Just like drinking those Eagles tears. Oh, I'm still drinking Astros tears because they keep complaining. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but on to the Eagles tears. Um, we are playing the Philadelphia Eagles at the link um, in the prime spot. Mm, the Death Star. The Death Star. A place I'll probably never go. Um. Mm. <laughs> Like after so many names, I would have to go to watch like an Eagles game and not a Cowboys game if I want to check that one off the list. Yeah, I would never. I don't think I could ever go there for like a Cowboys Eagles game. I would be fear for my life if I'm being perfectly honest. Well, and and, but I've heard, and I would fear for my life too. I agree with you. Um, I've heard that like even if I went and just watched the Eagles play, like I'm not clapping for them to do anything good. And therefore, I'd be rooting against, uh, rooting for the other team, and therefore they'd get mad at me anyways. Mm, just a yeah. little less mad than if I was wearing a cowboy shirt. She just, just. I think like, maybe I just don't go there. <laughs> like if if the Eagles were to lose to some random team, and you went there and you had your Cowboys jersey on secretly underneath your jacket, and then you it out. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, I'd be like, way. <laughs> the, the next thing it would be just like beer bottles getting thrown and all t- tons of crap. And... Who knows? That would go so well. <laughs> that would go viral, that's for sure. <laughs> but yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, but... Well, okay, so they're not playing at noon, but they're not playing at, at 7. So like yeah, this so, should be a good day for you. Yeah, so 9.25 p.m. in the UK. So that okay. is a nice time. So when the game finishes, I can go to my bed happy, drinking my Eagles tears, hopefully. <laughs> I hope you're right too. Um, <laughs> so we are gonna um, 
just kind of go over the general gist of the game, you know, um, gosh, get a little, a little Dak and Jalen Hurts showdown. You kind of love to see that. Really? Is it really a showdown? I mean, let's be honest. Jalen Hurts lost to Andrew, Andrew Dalton. I mean, come on. Like, and whenever <laughs> like when, they called him Andrew Dalton, Andy Dalton, Andrew Dalton. It's so proper. I, I, I try to be proper. You know, okay. <laughs> but you, you, get, you get what I mean. And anytime yeah. we have lost under to Jalen Hurts, we've actually had a backer quarterback. It's never been really Dak versus Jalen. This is going to be the first proper game. It's going to be proper head to head. And for Eagles fans to say, oh, yeah, we're going to wipe the floor. I'm sorry, but we've won the last, what, um, eight out of 12 games. So there's no competition on that whatsoever. So we're the more dominant team. The pressure's on us to deliver and on the road and be dominant in this game. And this whole conversation is like, oh, who's better, Jalen or Dak? Well, Jalen's been throwing eight interceptions. He's fumbled the ball three times. Yes, he may have more passing yards, and yes, he may have more touchdowns, but we're starting to see the true side of Jalen Hurts this season, and it's becoming more evident. Whereas Dak is actually playing more to his strengths which we saw in that last game with four touchdowns. That was awesome. It was beautiful to watch. And not to mention, most of the touchdowns were in the red zone. So Dak is starting to get his groove now. I feel like that game last week, we were finally got to unravel what we've been craving for is this Texas Coast offense. So I just hope that we're not going to get the Arizona-San Francisco version of the Cowboys we're gonna get what we had, what what we saw last week. If we performed the way we did last week against these Eagles, I am confident, and I mean super confident, that we're gonna beat these Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, I mean, I've seen a lot of oh well, Dak got helped out by his field position. Like, good. So the whole team's playing. Exactly. That's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but- that's just silly. Um, but he is going to be going up against this Philadelphia Eagles defense. They um, safe to say that we're not be- going to be doing a lot of running. No, no. Least, so you know, from TP and Rico and them. Yes. Yeah, so th- if there's one thing that Eagles have on the stats right now, they have limited to under seventy yards per game. Under seventy. So I mean, that's a quite a good statistic if you're. Uh, a defensive front uh, and run stopping. So, but the problem is, is their passing defense, their secondary, who have been leaking and ever so slightly being very dismissed. Like, oh god, I can't find the word. Very um, what? How would I put this politely? Very lost in the woods when it comes to uh, trying to attract wide receivers and tight ends. Like mm-hmm. you've got, you've got like some Nicobe Dean dropping back into coverage, who has basically been targeted eighteen times, and has been caught out eighteen times. That's a stat for you, folks. So, yeah. so if that's one thing you want to watch out for, Jake Ferguson and uh, Shoemaker, I would expect those guys to expose Nicobe Dean. Don't get me wrong, Nicobe Dean is a good player, but. And he is coming back from injury, but that is definitely an area we can expose in the middle of the field. Yeah, I completely agree with you. I mean, another one that I feel like he's been just, he got lit up 
by the Commanders last week. He did. Sam Howell lit up that game. I mean, all credit is due to Philadelphia. Like, Hassan Riddick is a game changer for that team. He can be. Like, don't get me wrong, right? There is the whole argument from the Eagles' point of view, blah, 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 saying, oh, yeah, Hassan Riddick's better than Parsons. Statistically, yes, right now, but in terms of succession of pass rush, no. Like, I think, uh, as as I stand right here, I believe that he's only got a 15% success rate because he is featured more on the defensive front. Whereas Micah Parsons, who has been more part-time because he is dropping back into different positions in terms of the pass rush, even still, he's got a 25% success rate in the pass rush. So, for in terms of effective play throughout the whole game, throughout the whole season, Micah Parsons is more effective than Hassan Riddick. So, therefore, he is the better player. Like, But that being said, you don't want to count out that type of player. No, definitely not. But um, someone who got lit up by the commanders last week was James Bradbury, and he's been having <laughs> some issues um, just in general. It's not his best season. Like, I'm not calling him a bad player by any means, yeah. by any means, by any stretch of the imagination. But he's having issues. Um, so it seems like it would be a good idea to attack that side. Absolutely. I mean, C.D. Lamb probably had one of his best games of the season last week. We're on, we're like, we're on the verge of actually finally finding our identity as the offense. I feel, and hopefully that can continue getting better and better as the season progresses. With this game, it's there for the taking. It really is. Like, if Lamb can really expose Bradbury and even um, I'm just looking at their depth, uh, the Eagles depth chart right now, Darius Slay, who also yeah. has been having a like a bit of a tipsy turvy time in the secondary this year as well. It's you're asking for it, like whether it's going to be Cooks, it's going to be Lamb, it's going to be Gallup or whoever, even Jalen Brooks, who even know it, maybe even be Talbert, it may even be their our tight ends. It's just there for the taking. They're leaving a lot of crevices in their defense right now. And it, it, and that's what's the leaking points left, right, and center when they don't have to be. And that's what's really forcing the issue of the Eagles offense right now. They're making more mistakes than usual. Like Jalen Hurts, prime example. Eight times, eight, eight, uh, eight interceptions and three fumbles. Defenses are now finally starting to figure out the push tuck method, like oh, how to, which I think is an absolute lame. I think like it's a it's a pure cheap skate, but don't get me wrong. Yeah, it keeps your possession of the ball, whatever. Not, but teams are now finally to start to understand how to stop that, and we noticed that and and against Washington just there last week. Yeah, I mean. Okay, so here's my thing with what when we're talking about this Eagles defense, obviously they're very good. They you can't you can't be running against them. It's just not really something that you even want to you don't want that to be a crutch in your game. Um, but they're struggling 
like we mentioned, James Bradbury, Darius Slay, they're struggling in man coverage. Mm -hmm. Um, So they've been switching over to zone a bit, um, about 67% of the time. And you know who's really good in zone? C.D. Lamb. C.D. Lamb. Mm -hmm. And Dr. Scott. Absolutely. So I expect to see a lot of that. And see that, and the, and this is the great thing as well. Like this, their defensive front in particular, they are a, like they are like their stats don't really justify do them justice at all. Like the type of players that they have, they should be dominating the pass rush, like really. But the good thing what we're like we're going up against them is just the fact that we're running this Texas Coast West Coast offense. It's all about getting the ball out as quickly as possible. Not letting the play develop, you know, yeah. like not letting your offensive line like waste their uh, their energy trying to make the blocks. You're know, basically get the ball, make the first open pass, and that's it. Get it out. Keep the keep the chains moving. That's what it's all about. This is perfect for Dak. Like this game against Philadelphia, this should be like one of the games where Dak should be coming up on top on this game for sure. Oh yeah, I think. It's first of all, he owns the Eagles. Sorry. Um, but he also, does. He really does. Like, <laughs> there's no sugar coat in it. Like, there isn't, though. Like, until he doesn't, he does. Okay. Um, but like, just the fact that, you know, they're going to be in zone a lot, it's, it's a lot of CD, it's a lot of deck. Like, there's a lot of um, opportunity to get up quickly. Yeah. Um, and when you do that on, uh the eagles it's like i'm not saying they they don't really i okay so obviously i listen to the kelsey podcast now because sometimes they talk about taylor swift so um (laughs) no surprise there but they were talking or jason was talking about how they don't really get too um they don't get like squirrely whenever they're like down they're just like oh well we're definitely gonna go like get back up so it's it's one of those things where even if you get up on them, like you need to, that's when you really want to clamp down on defense is because like just stifle them. Yeah. You know, like Deron Bland all over, <laughs> all over AJ Brown, like do the things. I don't know. The, the thing is with- pointed that I lost it. So you go. <laughs> yeah. The, the thing is with AJ Brown and- a potential DeLone brand matchup is AJ Brown, like, like was first of all, AJ Brown is having a phenomenal season. I, I, I hate to admit it, but he is, he's, he's almost at a thousand yards already. And it's coming up for week nine, which is an amazing achievement. But with DeLone brand, who is an absolute ball hawk with, he's basically one, pick six away from setting the NFL record right now. And it's only coming up for game nine right now. Uh, I think he's like uh, tied for second in the NFL with the actual interceptions as well. So it's going to be a very interesting matchup because I think on average per game, um, AJ Burns 125 yards per game. To me, this game is, I feel like it's going to be like, it was like last year with Minnesota where we completely shut down Justin Jefferson when everyone's saying, oh yeah, Justin Jefferson, he's the best wide receiver in the NFL, and look what happened. I think that I don't want to 
jinx it, but I think that's going to have that domino effect. Yeah. I think that's going to tra- like transpire on Sunday, if I'm being honest. But I was going to raise that point, and I completely forgot what I was going to say there. But uh, no, I remember now. I remember. Both so, being hit by that today. <laughs> yeah, so... When we were talking, so th- before we started recording the show, I kind of highlighted about the teams Philadelphia have played um, throughout the whole NFL season right now. So um, in terms of their uh, schedule and stuff like that, who they've played, so they've played New England, so Mike Jones. So I'm, I'm going to ask you a wee question. So what do they, all these players have in common, right? So New England, Mike Jones, Minnesota's uh, Kirk Cousins, Tampa Bay's Baker Mayfield, Washington Sam Howell, Los Angeles Rams is uh, Matthew Stafford, Miami is Tua Tagovailoa. I cannot pronounce his name. I do apologize. You're good. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so, but they've and they've also played Sam Howell twice. So, if anything, what can I, all these quarterbacks have more in common compared to the quarterback than Zach Wilson? What do you think? They have a more tendency of staying in the pocket a lot more. Okay. Whereas Zach Wilson, we know he can be a running style quarterback that likes to leave out the pocket and actually run, rush with the ball. That's the difference. That, to me, is what Philadelphia really struggled against the New York Jets. And and here's another thing, right? I know I'm jumping from one company conclusion right now. No, you're good. See for the Philadelphia Eagles fans out there mocking us. Oh, you've only just beat the Jets. You lost to the Jets. Not to <laughs> you lost to the Jets, right? So yeah. figure that one out. And for you, remember you guys, when the Jets were bad when we played them, but they were good when the the Eagles played yeah, them. Yeah, and that was with <laughs> sauce. That was with sauce Gardner when they played against us, they didn't have Sauce Gardner when they were playing Philadelphia. So, and not to mention that, it's like, oh yeah, you only just beat the Rams. I'm sorry, you just barely beat the Rams. So, come on. But anyway, back to my main point about the the defences and stuff like that. Like, the thing is with these more uh, quarterbacks being staying more in the pocket, it's going to give their rush more time to get to their quarterback. So, like they're like more standard. They're, they're these type of quarterbacks wait for more time to wait for the play to develop. Particularly, like of cousins and Matt Jones, who really are very like. Don't get me wrong; they can throw the ball great, yeah. But well, maybe not Matt Jones, but but <laughs> but but in terms of staying in the pocket, it's a little bit too long than usual. Whereas compared to us with Dak Prescott, get the ball, get the ball out quick. Yeah. Just, like it's going to be very, it's going to be very difficult for likes of Riddick, uh, Jalen Carter, uh, uh, Brandon Graham, etc., to even get a whiff of getting near Dak Prescott in this game. I believe because we're now on this, like we're starting to find our identity with our offense. CD Lamb had a hot game last week. I think that's going to progress, and I think. And this is what I do truly believe. I think we are really going to expose what Philadelphia are like and their frauds. That's my bold statement tonight, folks. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, 
I love that. The energy is good. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling confident, Meg. I really am. Like, like I, I don't know why. Like, I, I genuinely do believe that, like, yeah, Philadelphia are putting up some good stats and whatever or not, but the fact is their defense is actually forcing the offense to overwork them. Is that not, that's exactly what happened with us two years ago. Mm-hmm. Like, our defense, like, not under Dan Quinn, we had to overcompensate. That was on a record, like, 4,500 yards before he got the leg break. Like, our yeah. offense, like, we were on hot wheels in terms of our offense because our defense was lacking so much and the stats were a bit overinflated. But when you actually do watch the game film, it's not pretty to watch. It's not. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I honestly, I feel a lot more confident than I thought I would um, this week just because, well, I think a lot of it has to do with it. It felt like Sunday was a get right game. Um, And so um, just like to see that offense like clicking and to see really honestly, both sides of the ball were like really clicking. You want to have that kind of game going into like this kind of game. Where it's super fierce, super loud, um, just like you know each other so well. Like at least they they got their they got to gelling. They're uh, in sync a little bit going into this. So and they're gonna need it. Yeah, not totally. Like if there's one thing that I I thought we did pretty bad, we had a very bad start last week. Like Dak, you could technically say Dak got sacked four times technically. In the first drive, really, it, it was a really bad first drive. But once we actually gave possession back to LA and went back, that was it. It was game over. We dominated from after that first drive. But and it was the a great Rams fans t- were very upset. <laughs> oh, I can imagine you were at the game, weren't you? Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, they were not happy, and they were taking it out on. 
like the Cowboys and we were just like, we, I can't even kick you while you're down like this. Like you're so down, like <laughs> this was bad for you, buddy. It's like, it's, it just need to start playing that little John music, get low. <laughs> yeah, they went low and I was just like, no one was even really responding to it there. Everyone was just like, okay. <laughs> like they're, they're doing all the talking for us and they're on the field, like they're kicking your butts. So that's all I got to say. <laughs> see, see, that's the thing. All these other teams are doing all the talking. But for me, I'm talking this week because I actually do generally feel confident going into this game this week. Yeah. I mean, this might come back to bite me in the butt, but I'm standing firm on this. Yeah, I mean... There is, I have really every confidence, especially, you know, given Jalen's struggling with um, like some interception issues, uh, just to have that. And then you have Deron Bland, who set a record setting three picks, pick sixes, sorry, not just picks, pick sixes, three if he does that on Jalen, whoo! It's crazy. Just absolute crazy. It's crazy. I think, so I think as it stands right now, Dallas are basically number one in terms of takeaways and stuff like that right now across the whole NFL. I believe yeah. that is. And I think Philadelphia right now are near the bottom pile, like mid to bottom pile. So I don't see that, well, then again, I, like, I can't really imagine us like, I think the biggest question is eliminating the mistakes I can't see mm -hmm. uh, like we need to make sure we're on point if we cut out mistakes Philadelphia are not gonna have a single chance to even like make an attempt to stop that Prescott so well and that's another thing too um just just the like our align and stuff going into this game. Um, <clears throat> we kind of talked about this a little bit before. Yeah. Tyron Smith. Yeah. So yeah. So, I don't think he's gonna play. No, I don't and think he's. Yeah, I don't think so. He's been practicing Idoga as if he's or was Idoga or Richards. Do you think is taking his spot? I think Odoga will still play. I think if I'm being yeah, perfectly. I mean, he's been practicing in that spot. So yeah, yeah, he, he is questionable. I mean, the the injury report as as right yeah. now that Tyron Smith is questionable, but I don't have much Writing, faith. Writing's on the wall there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So whenever you see Tyron Smith on the injury report as questionable, you just have to be safe to assume he's not going to play. Really. Yeah. Because it's got to that point now, and it's a shame because. We all love Tyron Smith. We all, yeah. like, the guy is an absolute beast when he is on the football field, but the problem is, is his ability to stay healthy. That's been, a, I think it's the last eight NFL seasons he's not had a full-on season. He's, where he's played game one all the way to game 16. Well, now 17 now since they've expanded right. it. So, but I think it's now a matter of, like, if Tyron is there for the playoff run, that's what's most important, really. And uh, I hate to say it, but I think this will be the final year. Yeah. I. It, it pains me to it, say it, it Meg. It really it, does. Yeah. I mean, I think we've been talking about it and preparing for it. 
well, I should say mentally preparing for it because mm -hmm. I don't feel like they have done enough um, to shore up that O-line personally. Yeah. Um, and but, they, sure, they sure didn't do anything to, at the trade deadline. So that was fun. Well, speaking of, well, funny that you mentioned about the trade deadline. So this is what I, like. I, first of all, yeah, I'm, fair, I'm quite disappointed we didn't do anything on it. Like, because we saw likes of San Francisco get Chase Young, right? And the interesting part of that about that deal is, yeah, Chase Young's basically got one year, like the remainder of the season, essentially, with the San Francisco 49ers. Then if San Francisco don't retain him, they will get a compensation pick. So essentially, they basically got him for free, really. Like, yeah. So now that I'm thinking... Why can we do a deal like that? Get like an extra offensive lineman or an extra linebacker for that matter, like for our fifth or sixth or something like that. Like I, I can't even remember what we've got for next year's draft because uh, I know we don't have the fourth because we traded for trade Lance. We will get a compensation pick when it comes to the future of him. I get that, but um, but you're just like, hmm. We could have at least done something. Like, just because we are on thin legs when it comes to numbers and we're bringing up guys from practice squad and stuff like that, I'm just like, it would be good to have a bit of a more established offensive lineman to come in, like, either left tackle or the left guard or push it Tyler Smith out to left tackle. Something. Just something. Or I'll even take a cornerback or a linebacker. <laughs> yeah. I mean, at the same time, though, we... we like, it just seems silly. Like they're all of the teams in our division. Well, that's actually not true. Um, because the commanders had a fire sale, but the Eagles got better. There's a lot of other teams that got better. Um, and when you're trying to win a Super Bowl, mm -hmm. which is the ultimate goal, you need some help. And they they're like, we like our guys. I hate that phrase. I hate it. With a passion. I'm glad you like them. You should. You're paying them. But, like, wouldn't it be great if you had some more help? Yeah. I'd say more two bodies are more better than one, I I, personally, I would say. Uh, sh iron sharpens iron. Yeah. Well, okay. So it seems as though we are feeling pretty confident going into this game. Do you have a cheeky prediction of the week? Cheeky prediction? I've, I do have my cheeky prediction, but I do also have my score prediction as well. Hit me with both. Right, so you're going to find I'm really confident with this game. And I mean, like, it's either I'm going to be the Mystic Meg, no pun intended, uh, of predicting football games, or I'm going to be the Donald, La Donald Duck laughingstock of predicting <laughs> games. I don't know where I'm going with my, my analogies here today, but... Yeah, so, but, both so, of us are struggling at the moment, so... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because Meg's still celebrating the Texas Rangers yeah, win, <laughs> and, uh, and it's late at night here, back here in Scotland, so we're, we're doing great, folks. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, my score prediction is going to be a wild one. It's going to be the Cowboys, 45, the Eagles, 21. Because <laughs> let me here's a start for you. The Cowboys have yet 
to let one team beat them by, like, whenever, sorry, let me rephrase that. Whenever the Cowboys win, no team have actually scored more than 20 points. All right? And okay. and based on how their secondary are right now, and based on how our offense have just performed just there, I am feeling very confident on that matter. And, and my cheeky prediction, oh my goodness, I deserve all the high fives for my prediction last week. I got it absolutely spot you on. You did. You did. <laughs> Chuck me a bone, Barry. Let's go. Like, Wait, remind everyone what it was if they like are not wanting to go all the way back. They should have been following you, first of all. But remind everyone what your cheeky prediction was. I can't, exa- I can't exactly remember now. <laughs> Oh, well, you were right. Whatever. Um, what's but, your one this week? Uh, yeah, like my special cheeky prediction this week. Uh, oh, oh, no, I remember now from last week. It was Jake Ferguson, touchdown in the red zone. That's what it was. Okay, I was like, how do you not remember this? You've been bragging about it. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know. Like, it, as you it, should, it, though, as you should. Like, like I said, it's late at night here in Scotland. I know, I yeah, a, a, we, we, bra- we brain fart, but uh, bra- brain fart, <laughs> not brain fart, brain fart. There we go. Um, <laughs> so that's surprisingly close together. <laughs> I, I I know. I just realized that. It just it just came out my tongue there. Like, uh. But anyway, uh, this week I am going to go for. Mm, I'm not going to say the lone brand this week. I'm not going to say. I I don't think he'll get a pick six in this game. I don't think it'll be that. So I'm going to say that Prescott. 350 yards passing, three passing touchdowns, and one rushing touchdown. He's going to score four. Okay. At, le- at least four. Like that's it. my that's my cheeky prediction. 355, sorry, 358 passing yards plus three passing touchdowns and one rushing touchdown at the very least. I'm in. Sign me up. <laughs> what about All you, right. Meg? My score prediction of the week is uh, 27-21. Uh, so you're going for the slightly above the 20 score line. Honestly, for... I thought about doing 35-27. Um, nah. Nah, I wouldn't give the Eagles that don't much credit. That's gonna, yeah, I was like, I don't know about that. Um, yeah, so that's where I'm, I'm feeling right there. I feel like we're going to pull away. I would like to do it early, but, and maintain, but we'll see. Mm. Keep I them on their toes. Actually, never mind. Keep going. I do have a second special prediction, actually. Do it. I love it. Sam Williams and special teams. I think he's going to, like, I think he's going to cause absolute havoc. So... Him as a gunner right now, my goodness. Like, I think he, like, when it comes to a kickoff or something like that, if he's there on the field during kickoff, I think he will be the guy to strip the ball and we'll get the ball recovery. Okay. So that's an RGT prediction, I think, because Samuel was, was actually fantastic, even though it didn't feature much on the defensive line, but I thought he really, like, stood out in special teams last week. Obviously, he made the safety... um Plot, uh, block punt type of thing, but still, 
throughout all special teams when you really watched and analyzed the film he was he was great i'm speaking of special teams i'm so upset that um turpin got that one called back i know it's like he finally got the touchdown but i think who was it caused the foul was it jaron kers that caused the foul like it was one of the it was someone that made a a block in the back Mm-hmm. Uh, and ended up going back to our side of the field. And I was just like, how many times has that happened? We actually, Turpin finally it got his touch. Like he, like, he was so happy. <laughs> oh, yeah. it's like, if I was somewhere, I'd be like, man, I'd be like, I finally got it. And I fi- and it's just been taken away from me. It's like, what do I need to do to get my touchdown here? Because he's been so close so many times. He finally got it and it just got stripped off him because... Yeah. One of our one of our players made a really dumb move by making a blo- a legal block in the back. I but, don't think it'll be this week, but I think that he will finally get one that counts <laughs> in the I've, future. I, yeah, I reckon, yeah, I reckon he'll be one of the guys who'll be on the scorecard for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. <clears throat> all right. So my cheeky prediction of the week is well, that's not really that cheeky, is it? I was gonna say CD Lamb two touchdowns. That's a safe. That's a safe bet. That's that a is safe a safe one. bet. Honestly, yeah. I've just been talking about how he's gonna eat them up in zone. Um, let's see. Let's let's do a little uh little, little Brandon Cooks action. Mm. Yeah, I think Brandon Cooks is gonna have a day. Here's here's an outline. For you on the defensive side, and it's nothing to do with sacks or anything like that. It's more to do with the domination of the trenches, pretty much. I think the Marcus Lawrence is going to absolutely dominate the left tackle for, for the Eagles. I think he's going to put so much pressure to Jalen Hurts. He's actually forced to trying to escape the pocket. Who is, yeah. but who is, but who is right now? Apparently on a knee brace right now, so that's going to limit his running ability. So that's another thing to consider. <laughs> Boom! Sip of this. All right. Well, let's take all this positive energy and put it into Sunday. <laughs> yes, Cowboys Nation. Let's really try and think of the positives here and just think about it. When we do beat the Eagles, we'll be sipping on those Eagles tears. Sipping on them so good that it'll be a cry, Eagles cry. Yeah, you guys are more of a, a tea uh, country continent. Tea, yeah, yeah, tea and, yeah, tea <laughs> and coffee. We like our tea and coffee here, either with a chocolate digestive or with uh, a wee, uh, I don't know what you call it, tea, a wee biscuit, yeah, a wee teas and biscuit. <laughs> yeah, I know I sound so sophisticated when I say that. Tea's like, well, it is not super popular. We love a little iced tea for for lunch, though. That's a that's a vibe. Uh, iced tea is more popular in the states than it is over here. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm just different. thinking of Eagles tears. Like, what does that pair well with? If we're talking about tea, like, do we do a nice Earl Grey in there, or like, what are we what are we feeling? Oh no, I was thinking uh, Eagles straight tears up? straight up tequila or whiskey or vodka. There we go. <laughs> There you go. I'm already thinking about that parade tomorrow with that little 
thing right there, a little fireball. Fireball. All righty. Well, you guys, whatever happens with the Dallas Cowboys, it will be on bloggingtheboys.com. So make sure to check that out. Every single day, we have a podcast for you to listen to about those Dallas Cowboys. And you can listen to them wherever you listen to podcasts. Rate, review, subscribe. Tell Paul what you would like to have your Eagles tears with. Oh, uh-huh. that's a good one. That's a good one. Yes, yes, yes. And um, we'll see you next week, hopefully with um, some good pep in our step. Pep, pep, pep. Dallas forever. Belly forever. Belly forever. <laughs>